Yo, yo, yo. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Winject Radio presented by Winject Studios. Today is a very exciting day. It's launch day for Dr. Ruth. I had Dr. Ruth Allen with us today with host of Brain Health Unchaining Your Pain. The first episode dropped today. today. Just yeah, today. What? So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for having me on your show again. It's just I have so much fun in your show. I can't wait to come on. It's brilliant. Right. Yeah. So this is your actually second appearance on this one. And you came on also the win-win effect. And remember when you very, I think it was the first time that we had a conversation. And then I had the idea because I knew what I was building. And then when you came on to the win-win effect, I dropped it on you. I said, Dr. Root, we're going to launch a show. And you were like, I don't know if I want to do that, but Okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. Here we here are. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. So much quicker than I ever ever anticipated. But <laughs> right. Yeah. You you pushed me out of my comfort zone. I I grabbed mm-hmm. it with grabbed the the chalice with both hands and ran with it and uh, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I am really excited, especially because I know all the people that have came on your show, and I've watched every single one of them um, throughout the process. I think. We did it right. I mean, we did, I think we recorded pretty much like eight eight or 10 episodes beforehand and got them yeah. ready to rock. But you were, I will give you a little shout out though. A little pat on the back. You're the first <laughs> show that we're launching other than the Jess Lee Roadshow. And then we have other ones coming up announcing Mark Jenkins, Anabolic Mind. But you've recorded faster than everybody else, which I little... Pat on the back for you, little round of applause. <laughs> you made it really, you made the process really easy, really easy. Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, talk about the first episode. Oh, wow. So, the first episode, we have the awesome Jess Lee, who's a country mm-hmm. singer. She rose to, to this, to where she is today, leveraged through the voice, episode 14. And she talks about her, what brain health means to her personally. And she goes mm-hmm. on her journey of, her struggles that she had as a child and what I love about that episode is her escape and I see this a lot with people I've interviewed is the escape that she needed from the Mm -hmm. trauma that she was struggling with became what was her passion and purpose in life and really Mm -hmm. has turned into a mission that's become so much bigger than just her amazing voice you know she's as we, we discussed on the show, she's one name, one voice, one mission, but her mission isn't just about singing. It's It goes so much beyond that. And that's what's so beautiful about the journey that she's been on. Mm-hmm. They, um, Nina's already <laughs> um, posting some stuff. You guys are so excited about this. We're learning about Ruth, get things done quickly. Yes. So, but yeah, <laughs> that you talk about the driving forces. And I actually was talking to um, uh, episode um, 123, Samantha Duran episode just dropped the day on the woman effect. The first episode, 57, was over 364,000 downloads. And we'll see what part two happens. Wow. But I was having a conversation with her earlier today, and I was talking about I read something a while back, and the guy, there was this guy, and then he had a younger brother, and both his parents were alcoholics. Okay. And one ended up, and actually, Nina, I sent her a message on it too, because when I read it, it's like one sibling will have a driving force and they'll not be that way and be very successful. And the other one to use it as a crutch, right? Mm. Cause you, as in the human, in the human mind, and that's what I love about your show and the premise of the you know brain health show is you're giving the biology and the psychology behind what makes people tick. Right. And then yeah. if some people, they go into the, you know, obviously the freeze mode and that's not really that good. But when you go into freeze mode, but you have to kind of like deal with what you have, I guess, took on in your life. And can you use that as a driving force? I mean, it's the biggest, biggest catalyst in the world is pain and pleasure Mm. and looking at those, but seeing what can I take from my life and use that to catapult me to another level. Mm. So I love that about Jess Lee's show, your episode that dropped today, you can really hear it. Like Mm. you've got... And you're really good. at I mean, You think that you would have been a host before or something. You're really good. You're really good, by the way. So, but yeah. Oh, that's... thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So talk about also some of the guests and some of the people who are coming up and then we'll come, we'll, we'll keep going back to the Jess Lee episode. But yeah. like, why do you think that you have a certain opportunity, right? With this show, 
and yeah. a, a way that you need to present it. But this type of show is a little different because they're, you're talking about trauma. You're talking yeah. about some things that people tend to not really want to talk about. Yeah. Do you feel that that's a challenge for your show? I think it's certainly a, a, a challenge, not just for the person that's on the show, but maybe a challenge for the listener too. Is some mm-hmm. it may it may re- resonate with some people, right? So the way I approach it is to be as sensitive and as compassionate as possible, and mm-hmm. and and help people uncover some aha moments that maybe they're not even thought about without triggering the trauma in a way that negatively impacts them so that they can take their pain and turn it into into the gain that they've managed to leverage for their life going forward and and share their story in a way that is is helpful mm-hmm. to people rather than one that goes into into the darkness that uh. often we have and and doesn't bring people out and show them the light and the way through so I think that's that's the way I've approached it and I think you know anything that's traumatic is is often difficult to talk about so yes it's important to me that those people that do come on my show are willing to talk about it and have had that support and the therapy or the coaching whatever it is that has served them to get out through the other side before we talk about it otherwise you know the risk is that that you end up having discussions that people haven't addressed mm-hmm. um, and so it's important that we we frame it in that context sure um you mentioned the listeners and i love that you did mention it that way a lot of content creators when they go to leverage podcasting as a tool to maybe potentially gain more clients, um, maybe raise an awareness of their brand, increase their listenership, whatever whatever the outcome is, what they're looking for. They don't keep in mind how the listener is going to receive it. Mm. And that's powerful. And I think that's mm. a testament on how great you are at what you do for a living, is that you do also have in what's in the best interest of the other person tuning in. And that could be hard and it, may, it might trigger a past experience because that's what we're humans, right? That's what the human yeah. mind does. We find a way to relate pretty quickly, the yeah. commonality. I'm like, oh, I went through something like that before. And it might give them an emotional charge. And I think that's great that you're going to be doing the Q&As, mm. you know, monthly Q&A. And also you have the group and the, the, the recovery courses that you yes. have. And I think, is that the main reason for that piece on that one side is for those, if you trigger them and they can give them an emotional charge to give them still an outlet of help? Yes, exactly. I mean, we, we all go through trauma in our life, whether it's trauma from a natural disaster, whether it, sure. it's childhood trauma. And it, and it can, you know, if you are struggling with your emotions mm-hmm. from a past or, or a near-term experience, then ultimately you're you're experiencing trauma so the the recovery coaching that i offer is available for people weekly um you can sign up every week when you need it to help you unchain your pain in a safe environment and and they are group sessions and you can and you can book uh one-on-one sessions with myself so if you are if something has resonated from you in the conversations that we've had and you're looking for support to unchain your pain or to better understand how you can help your loved ones unchain their pain that they're they're suffering, then that outlet is available through the courses and the programs that I offer and the reach back that I have to professionals who are um, very well versed in brain health and and how our brain works and and image of the brain as well, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit more about what you you know a little bit more in detail? on some of the things that you go over with individuals if you can. Yeah, so I so in terms of brain health, so it is such an enormously large topic. Yes. But but the first thing is is for the way it will work for my clients who come to me asking for help is they'll initially have a consultation with myself to understand what, what outcome they're seeking um, from from whatever their struggles are. And if appropriate, we do a detailed brain health evaluation for them, depending on where their struggles actually sit. Um, And then uh, they have the opportunity to either dial into 
coaching to support them in terms of unchaining their pain. And we, we typically use the emotional mindset management approach, which combines yes. evening with um, brain health tools where we dial in your, on how to take back control of your emotions, all the way through to looking at the other three quadrants of your well-being, which is your physical well-being, your mental well-being and your spiritual well-being to help you optimize all of them so that you can show up as your best self. So we, we go through all the way from unchaining your pain from past trauma, all the way through to optimizing your unique, unique brain so you can get the best out of uh, the organ that you've been given for life. So, mm. yeah, that's one one thing that made just because you were born with you know that one organ, and you've went through some traumatic experiences and whatever that might have been for you, it could have been by you know it could look at genetic proclivities, right? And then also just yeah. even the the area where you grew up, your surroundings, your parents. Yeah. The parents right. are a big thing, and I, and that's where I see a lot. And I think that's something we talked about on the win win effect. When you yeah. came on, even looking at people around me growing up, but then even my parents and understanding their trauma, it gave me a different perspective. And that's where yeah. I'm able to show my, my compassion. I've always been a very empathetic person, but I'm talking about like as in showing compassion and understanding and then mm. raising their awareness through subtle drops, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. It, no, so. No, totally. And I think what's really important here is to understand that our past experiences, including our parents' experiences, frame our perspective of the world mm -hmm. because our parents bring their baggage with them in terms of how they choose to uh, help you in, uh, and, and teach you how to, whether it's nurturing or, or, or the opposite of nurturing in, t in terms of your personal development as a child. But we have an opportunity personally to unchain and break that link that isn't serving us, that, that has been given to us or may have been given to us from our childhood experiences and stop that epigenetic carry through to the next yes. generation and the following generation. And to know that we're not stuck with the brain that we have, we can unchain our pain. Uh, we do not have to rely on uh, medication to do that. There are many other approaches. Of course, medication is in incredibly important, but there are many other approaches that we can take beyond mm -hmm. medication to do that. And, and to equip people with the right tools in the right context, in the right environment, um, so that they can take back control of their well-being and really be the boss of their future, be the boss of their brain health. Uh, and carry that experience, that positive experience forward to the to the mm -hmm. next generation. So I think that's really, really important. I don't think we spend enough time in educating people and right, reframing the conversations to, to have constructive rather than destructive ones to help people work through their brain struggles because we're all going to experience a brain struggle at some point in our life, whether that's from a trauma or, or from something else. And it's about knowing how we can work through it that's really important. Mm -hmm. And giving people the proper tools, you're literally putting it on them to them to deconstruct it themselves. And I think that's what makes you very effective. And I, and I did a havening technique, mm. or I guess, session with you. And even from that moment, and it was a perfect time. And, I, and you were very conscious of it. And I was going through a lot of what I was going through at the time. And even still now, when I have a high emotional charge, I still do my touch what the hands thing mm -hmm. that did it for me. And it really does help. And you start looking at it. And that's what I love about it. You don't really, therapeutic wise, as in, as in voice therapy, you're talking through it. Yeah. And that's what I love about, even with your show, you can definitely tell that there's a framework, but you let the conversation come to you rather than you going after them. Mm. And that's, and that's very, it's, if you know what you're doing, it's very effective, but mm. most people aren't intellectually sound to have those types of conversations when you're dealt with a difficult conversation. Mm. But people like us, we can have really difficult conversations because we've strengthened that muscle in the human brain where we're not going to, there's, you know, of course we're showing compassion, but we're not going to take on your emotional charge. Now, mm. now I'm not effective. You mm. see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I t- totally. And th- oh, thanks, Chris. I really appreciate your feedback on that. And I know it's very easy, people who work in therapy, to be feel as if they're drowning in other, everyone else's mm-hmm. uh, struggle because they take take on the pain that other people are suffering because they, they don't necessarily have the appropriate tools to create that force field um, right. that's necessary to show that compassion without becoming uh, an empathic sponge mm-hmm. uh, and taking on that person's emotion. And, and, and it's really important that we own our emotions and we own that we have a choice to decide how we want to feel yes. based on someone else's experience. But we can't make that choice effectively if we don't have the right tools to mm-hmm. A, know how we're feeling, which is the first thing, is to understand our own feelings. And then and then B, understand how we can manage the feelings that other people are expressing to us at, right. at, and manage our, our internal emotions outwardly too. And and it's not a tool that develops overnight. It's, a, it's no. it, like a muscle. It, it takes practice to, to work with. Um, and, and it takes practice to help other people um, mm. work with their emotions too. And, and we know from trauma, you know, the work that's been done by Dr. Gabor Mate on, on addiction and, and trauma is that trauma is often the consequence of people not dealing with their emotions yes from childhood and we bury those emotions because we don't know we don't equip our kids with the mm-hmm. tools on how to deal with them and we don't have those tools ourselves no at all to know, um, to i mean when you're in a, our own. right when you it i think is is it a woman when she's the brain's fully developed at 25 and then 28 for a man is it that's is that, right, I have yeah. the right when you're looking when you're children even when you're adolescents when you become a man or become a woman at 18 ish whatever and that's i don't know why that number is so important is when you're legal as in an adult you're really not an adult yet no in my opinion because you can make some really poor and i actually remember telling my younger cousin this at one point i said the the choices and the decisions you're making right now are framing what your life is going to look like but you don't you're unaware of it right now yeah. Be very conscious of like what's driving that emotion behind yeah. that emotion and why you feel a certain way. But if you don't know how you feel, and that's where you see a lot of people numbing it with alcohol and drugs, especially yeah. right now, and that's the biggest pandemic that we have right now. It People are, you know, unfortunately, and like September is what um, suicide prevention it's- month. Um, yeah, and, and October is October, which is quitting yeah. smoking. So mm, it's kill, you know, it, it's killing people because they don't mm. know what they don't know how to deal with their own stuff. And I hope that this, and I'm pretty sure it will. But and that's why I was really excited about this show because it's such a powerful message, and people need to start being okay with having tough conversations or even hearing those from other people that went through something they went through. And I think this could be Mm. a huge lifeline for individuals that really don't want to study the human brain, but they would like to study the human brain through experiences of others. And I think that's Mm. a huge opportunity with the show. Yeah. And and this is all about uh, helping to remove the stigma because when we talk about our brain, we talk about an organ so we immediately create that detachment yes. between us and the label that we may think we we are at fault or we're, we're broken mm. to the fact that our brain is in trouble. And, and that's a key differentiator in these conversations is knowing that it's not you that's, that, that, that is struggling. Yes, you are struggling, but ultimately it's understanding that your brain is in trouble. There's either a software issue or there could be a hardware issue and it's Mm -hmm. getting the right support to deal with those two aspects of your brain health much as thinking about your computer that we have you know we all have technical glitches (laughs) with our computers (laughs) true uh, and we have that with our brains too some more than the others (laughs) uh, yeah and some of us have to do a complete reboot right you know sometimes we have to do a complete rebuild and and we can do that with our brains we we're not stuck with the brains we have sometimes and often the reboot happens Mm -hmm. when we crash 
you know, when, when our stress levels get too high or our trauma level gets too high because we've buried the trauma and it leaks out, you know, our body says no because mm -hmm. it can't deal with the trauma that we've buried. Um, and, and we have to do a reboot for ourselves to, yes. to restart that computer and, and rebuild that operating system again so that it works more effectively. And, and that can be done through a variety of means. And that doesn't mean that you are at fault, which is which is what's key here. It's that your brain needs help. Yes. Uh, and it needs help uh, in a could need help in a variety of ways. And this show is about about showing you the way and giving you the insights into how other people have been able to unchain their pain or indeed the pain of others from professionals that will be coming on the show um, who are specialists in brain health mm -hmm. to to help you equip yourself with the tools that you can take forward not just to help yourself now but to help yourself later as well what do you think the most pervasive issue it is when it comes to people not getting enough knowledge of the the right tools. I mean, you, you look at, in the drama frame it this way, you look at people going through life and they're being reactive in life rather than mm -hmm. being proactive. When I shifted my brain in that organ and rewired it to only see opportunities and making that shift mm -hmm. to more of abundant lifestyle, that's when everything around me started changing. Even the people started removing themselves without me removing them because I made mm -hmm. them feel uncomfortable because of how much work I was putting in. It's kind of like where the emotional intelligence side, when I say emotional intelligence, we really didn't know what that was mm -hmm. back in the day. We just thought like, yeah. this, Chris has just got a mouthpiece. He knows what time it is, right? Without a watch. Yeah. Like we kind of can sense and feel where the conversation and what the other person really needs, not wants. Want and needs completely different. But the most pervasive issue, I believe, when it comes to understanding this, they think it's a bunch of hocus pocus bullshit. You know, excuse my language, but they think it's this is real. This is scientific proof. Yeah. Yeah. I do you know I think the most pervasive issue is that we have created a, a discussion, a topic of discussion, where you're either okay or you're not okay. So people who fall into the okay category, you know, and we start with the question, are you okay? Don't feel they need to take any action. Okay. Because they sit in the okay camp. I'm okay. Yeah. Why do I need to do anything about it? Right. I sat there but for a they, long time. Yeah. And so what happens is uh, people say, well, I don't have a mental health issue, so I don't need to do anything about my brain health. But the reality is every day we need to work on our brain health. Yes, 100%. We because every day we have got an opportunity to make it better mm -hmm. and and every we can we can improve our brain doesn't matter how old you are you you can improve it and get better with it and make it stronger and fitter and faster and more effective uh, and more resilient and better at dealing with day-to-day -day struggles but because people sit oh, in this okay not okay camp we we as soon as we we put ourselves in this okay camp mm -hmm. we we just i don't ask. yeah we don't have we don't have enough time we, we, it doesn't matter like <laughs> you think yeah, i was matter. would you tend to ignore the universe will force you to deal with it at some point yeah and you can believe uh, whatever you want to believe in life but one unresolved trauma is i'm telling you it's like dynamite yeah it, it at some point you don't know when that fuse is gonna you know what I mean gonna be nice. lit and then something's gonna happen you can't compartmentalize the stress and all the other stuff around you like this is where I believe and this is I believe so much in the community that we were building Alpha Hippie they turn mm -hmm. men pro right and it, teaching like yanking that little boy out of their body and forcing them to deal with them the same mm -hmm. thing with the female centric community we have on board with Be Your Own with Samantha Duran or something else, just giving them the tools. And I believe that's where right. we are in the world right now. It's just giving people tools. We can't fix right. you, however, but we can give you a roadmap and framework mm -hmm. and then the tools and then the how-tos, and then yeah. you can go do it yourself. Yeah. And the and key thing here is you have to fix you. That's a hundred percent. No one's coming. 
well and even if people do come with the drugs and stuff you still have to do the internal work to fix 100%. yourself the, the drugs deal with the symptoms typically mm -hmm. you have to do the deep work to deal with the root cause of your struggles and it can take time it's it and and you know to treat the brain like a muscle we have to practice it we have to work it every day and we ha have to train it every day and and this isn't just about right. you know going and learning this is about training ourselves on all four quadrants of the well-being uh, right. framework that I talked about. And this is about training ourselves emotionally. And we talk about emotional intelligence, but we need to be careful how we frame that. Because ultimately, this is about connecting with your emotions and your emotions drive your operating system. Yes. You know, they drive how whether it's going to work properly or not, whether it's going to do the right things or not. So it's absolutely vital that we focus on our emotions because that's that's the underlying driver. And, and Charlie and I had a conversation about this. I love Charlie. Charlie Smith, if you're listening <laughs> to this, bro, I love that dude, man. That that guy is one. He became one of my best friends overnight when I very first met him. <laughs> I love that guy to death. Anyways, but shout out to Charlie. Yeah. And Mark Jenkins and I, you know, Mark Jenkins yeah, yeah, is coming yeah. on the show and he is very much focused on, on physical fitness, mm -hmm. but you can't ignore uh, mental fitness. You can't ignore mindset training. You can't ignore your emotions that come out through through the process of becoming physically fit because that all they're all interconnected. Your brain is not disconnected from your body. Your brain mm -hmm. runs your body. Um, and it's important that we we think about it like that and we think about the brain as our engine of life mm -hmm. and we focus on tuning our engine, getting it serviced, doing the training to learn how to to drive the car properly, do it, doing the fine work, you know, to get the engine optimized, putting the right fuel in our engine, making sure we're lubricating it properly with with the right lubricants, omega-3 is a classic, where many of us are deficient in omega-3, many of us deficient in vitamin D, that in, it massively can influence our mood. So it's yeah. really important that we look at all of it and don't just go on the, I'm in the okay camp, I'm, I'm not okay. Because, uh, you know, in the, in the professional fitness industry, there's always another level. Mm. And it, in brain health, there's always another level that you can get to. Um, there's always a, a, you know, a better outcome that we can achieve. But you, you, I don't want to be just okay. No, I want to, I want to feel great. Mm. I, I want to be performing at my best in every walk of life, in in how I connect with people, and in how I connect with my core values, and fulfilling my mission in 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 my fitness space. You know, physically fit in how I connect with my daughter, you know, my family. I, I want to be that role model. I don't want to just be uh, the one that's just surviving rather than thriving. And I want to thrive in all aspects of my life. And that that's what brain health is, is about. So it's really easy for us to, to go, right, well, I'm really successful financially, mm -hmm. but everything else is up absolutely right. talking around. you're talking about my life i was literally was <laughs> i was high that's just a warm place to hide success in my opinion because yeah. you're giving up you know, everything's fine everything's fine he's he's good he's he's doing well he's got businesses he's got this he's impacting people's lives but deep down i was suffering yeah i was really yeah. suffering and I, i'm not hoping that this will reach the right people at the right time for them to go you know, and that's when I started talking about it, Doc. When I started talking about my trauma, sort of talking about my healing yeah. process and recovery process, things in my life started changing for the for a positive because I was sharing more with other individuals, but not just sharing. I'm sharing on purpose because mm -hmm. I'm. It's like I look at like podcasting has done for me. That was very therapeutic for me when I started interviewing guests that came onto the mm -hmm. show. You can definitely tell that my framework is changed from business stuff to, okay, let's, let's teach people how to win and how mm. to win. It starts here in your mind. Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to the early episodes of your show and is a, is a huge shift as, as you said, in in terms of what you're talking about and that, how, yeah. how you personally show up. And I think it's been fantastic that you, you, you recognize the journey you've 
you've been on because we all go on a journey don't we mm -hmm. in life and it's it's it, if you're struggling to comprehend how far you've got to go it's really important we acknowledge how far we've come yes and, yeah. and just keep moving forward incrementally keep taking those steps and, and eventually we we will get there and if you are struggling that you know with your with your uh brain health in whatever capacity, whether that's uh, from a mental health standpoint or whether it's from fear of uh, Alzheimer's disease because mm -hmm. dementia runs in your family, then know that there's always uh, there's always support available to you to take back control and to it's reduce your fear. risk factors uh, uh, and, and to improve your brain health at, 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 any, at any age. Mm. I look at that as my biggest fear in life, Doc, is me, I watched my grandmother and rest her soul um, really suffer with dementia. And it was there in there. She was in there, right? But mm. she wasn't there for most times. Yeah. And it really bothers me. You yeah. know what I mean? I was like, that was something that I did not want to. I, I just don't. God willing. I just, as long as I keep feeding my brain the right stuff and mm -hmm. me putting in the hard work, I'm setting up my framework for the rest of my life. And that's what most people don't understand because they go into the okay world that okay. Okay. I'm okay. Well, I don't want to, you just mentioned it. I don't want to just be okay. You know, I mean, look at mm. the lives that you can impact and the compound effect of that, even with the show, because you got some amazing guests coming up. Yeah. Um, you got yeah. Some, is it Mark Jenkins next week? Yeah. So we've got right? uh, the manager Ran, and we've got, yeah. um, uh, Nazia Katoon, mm -hmm. we, we've got Amy Kardashian, uh, gosh, who else have we got coming up? Uh, Charlie. Karen Wright, yeah. Charlie, Charlie Smith, um, and so, and so many more, uh, um, that are coming, coming online in the next couple of weeks and months. So it's, it's really, really exciting for people to, and across the spectrum of industry success, um and professionals who who work in this space including professionals who work with children pediatricians um uh, will be coming on the show to talk about brain health and what it means for them so i'm really excited yeah nina was like i'm just saying i will hopefully be added to that list yeah i, I, <laughs> I haven't got around to make this introduction yet i think i kind of pre-did it on linkedin the other day when i commented <laughs> on your post yeah, I thought I was pretty snazzy. I thought that she's got a phenomenal story, and this woman right here. Just a little shout out. I'm um, just a little, actually, a little announcement. Nina Perez will be taking my slot on Mondays, Monday Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern every Monday. So, which will free me up a little bit more in depth on just trying to fit everyone's time because me like doing shows and really promoting shows. It's going to be really difficult to just one time slot. So I'm going to go. Yeah. I'll be kind of like a surprise going live when I'm doing a promotion. <laughs> so I'll, I'm going to go live each week, one day, but I haven't figured out the kind of the date and the time, but yeah. Nina Perez will be taking over that. I'm so excited for this because if I could pick one person that's going to bring that fire on a Monday, it's Nina. So, but yeah, I appreciate you, Nina. But I thought that was a pretty snazzy way that I did that little brief introduction. I thought I was like, I'm going to start doing this every, like, would you like me to make this introduction? And it kind of gives you, take it from there. So now I, and sending a long email, you know, hey, this is how I met this person. And this is, uh, you know, let's just take so much of my time. Yeah. And and I think, you know, if, you know, I've connected with Lena on LinkedIn because I know oh, it's you told me to. So. <laughs> and Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. So, I think, you know, for people who want to share their story, um, I think I'm hoping that this platform will be an opportunity to give people the courage mm -hmm. to to tell their story as it is um to give people hope you know that there, right. there is there is always uh somebody who needs you at the oh. end of that dark tunnel and to know that someone is there as your guide to help you um, mm. and there is always somebody that will be there as your guide with the torchlight with the light to show you the way even if you can't see uh, the end in sight there's always someone there that can support you and help you through and help your your family through too and whatever crisis you may be in now or whatever crisis you have been in your past is is there is always hope and there is yeah. always support and and i think uh, for me it's important that people know 
there is always support available to you weekly. And I know we, we have this crisis uh, that is looming or, or present from a, uh, from a COVID perspective in terms of mental health um, and shortages, but there is always support through the coaching that I offer every mm -hmm. week. It's always available to you. You just have to reach out and ask for support and we will, we will provide it to you. So there is no reason for people to feel that uh, there isn't that that hope there because there's always hope. I love that you said that because you know, for there is help always available, but people like myself have a hard time asking for help. And I believe that yeah. this podcasting and this show could be that tool that people need. Yeah. And maybe it could spark something, and maybe they'll be a little bit more open to reach out for help. You know, yeah. because yeah. You, that's that's a powerful angle there that I didn't really look at until today with mm. your show. This could mm. reach people and maybe spark that interest mm. and pique and, that and, interest for people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's important, you know, we talk we, we have talked about this. You and me, I'm sorry about the, the light. I can't reach. I oh, know it's, it's, it's <laughs> angels touching you. You're good. <laughs> That's what my mom would I can't say. Get my head, I've got this stripe, stripey head. Um, <laughs> zebra or zebra. I do look like a zebra. Uh, zebra yeah. um, so the the thing is, is that uh, asking for help doesn't mean you have to talk about your deepest, darkest struggles. That's the key here. Is is a lot of the times people are very fearful of therapy um, mm -hmm. because therapy uh, hasn't served them. Or they don't want to talk about their experiences because it's too painful. I know we we had this conversation when we were doing yes. havening. And the key thing here is you don't have to tell me anything to to experience relief. I took the pressure uh, off from me. your trauma. It, yeah. It's like a release valve, isn't it? With mm -hmm. without actually having to regurgitate. I was like, oh, thank God. I mean, because I thought, you know, <laughs> because it, me showing up to that session, it was I was scared. Yeah. I was scared. I was, I was like, man, I put in all this work. I don't want to talk about stuff that I've already, I feel like I've already got a handle on now. Yeah. And I was, and I was kind of scared. I was like, is this going to spiral me out of control? You know, like mentally, because it's mm. like, you can, you can put up that facade for only for so long. Yeah. And like I'm really struggling mentally, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, mm. I think also with the human mind, like me getting closer to obviously the situation I have going on, but me getting closer and closer and closer, I'm now starting to feel it more. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like really yeah. feel it. And it's like, yeah. if I, if they moved the goalpost on me, I would be, I would have to go into a, another havening session mm -hmm. because it would, that could be something that would spiral all the, it could put me back to the step one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where most people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's key. That point is really key is that, uh, you can go through uh, support and counselling and therapy and, you know, go through a multitude of uh, different things to help you. And that is really important that we do that so that we can improve our emotional baseline and, and be able to manage our emotions better. But life throws you curveballs. Oh, man. And, yeah. and, and you can't just ignore that these curveballs are coming uh, because, you know, they're around. Sometimes, you know, they're around the corner. Or they just ha they just you anticipate instantly. it. Yeah, you can anticipate it and be like, <laughs> yeah. "Man, this is happening. I know what time yeah. it is right now. I yeah. know what's going to happen." And that's when you really start getting like zoned in to your true inner self. Is when you can feel when something's about to happen. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's really important that we um, allow people to have that opportunity to reach out and get the support when they need it you know mm -hmm. that we're, we're not going to be perfect therapy uh, and coaching support is an ongoing process mm -hmm. um yes we might need to have that that help uh, in the present moment but but we also need to appreciate that we might might need that support going forward too so yeah i think that's really important to recognize that we acknowledge that wherever we're at is if you need help to work through a, a struggle, whatever that may be in your life, then then don't wait for yourself mm -hmm. to to crash. <laughs> Get well, somebody the, yeah. to work through it. 
uh, with right. you, whether that's a coach or a therapist, because mm -hmm. we typically default to that I've hit rock bottom. Uh, and now I need to rebuild myself back up again. But we don't have to wait for that. We we can help somebody stop us falling into the hole in the first place mm -hmm. uh, and equip us with the right tools to be able to get out uh, on a continuous basis and, and stay out. I think that when you mentioned that rock bottom, people think rock bottom is a certain thing, but then start looking at the other parts of the world and realizing that you're not on a bottom. Mm. You know yes, what I mean? It's just exactly. that your experiences and your perception, your perception is that's rock bottom for you. Mm. And that's okay. If you feel that way, you're entitled to your own feelings, but also need to look at other possibilities then you can understand you don't have it as bad as other people potentially. And that could mm. be a, a catalyst that can get you out of that situation. You know, I, yeah, when I started fun. looking at, when I started looking at certain situations in my life, there's, and this is where I, it really bothers me. Like Anthony Bourdain killed himself in Paris, right? And these people, Kate Spade and all these people really suffering at a very high level. Okay. Mm. And it really bothered me. That was something that I started studying a lot more of because I felt like I was going down that road. You know what I mean? Mm. But people would beg and they're praying for the life that we have right now, Doc. Mm. And no matter what situation you're in life or whatever circumstances, it you can get yourself out of there. Yeah. You got to hold fast and stay true. Like what, what tends to keep coming to you, you might be attracting into your life and keep setting the ball in motion. I mean, you have to kind of like also look at, and that's why the tools are important for you to start the healing and recovery process. Then you won't be attracting those things and that situations in your life. And I, I could go down this deep rabbit hole with you all day. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> this, but I don't know. That's just my like take on that because when you hit rock bottom, that's not rock bottom for everybody. That's no, your rock isn't. bottom, right? In your yeah. own perception. That's right. And, and I think it's, you know, we always have this fear that we could go even deeper. Yes. Uh, you know, that that rock bottom might not be the end for you, um, which is which is why it's really important that you ask for help. And that, mm -hmm. that's the kind of underlying theme is, is it's, it's not a weakness to express your vulnerability. It's a strength. Yes. Because when you ask for help, you immediately acknowledge that someone can strengthen you and build you up. Like asking, a, you know, we all, several people, you know, let's take Mark Jenkins as an example. He's a, he's got clients, A-list celebrity clients. Yes. Uh, who, who are professionals in their own right, but they still need somebody to help themselves get to that next level mm -hmm. and do what's necessary to be that person that they want to become. And so it's important that we get the right help at the right time and acknowledge there is always someone there out for you to do that for you, to support you in whatever your journey is in life. Right. I think that's important. Most people think I need a life coach. Some of these people drive me insane, but um, I need a life coach. Well, you need a bunch of coaches. Yeah. I have a lot of different types of things that I leverage. I don't just have a, I have a finance business development, mm -hmm. obviously opportunity creative director side. I mean, there's a lot of other things. And most importantly, when I started stop, when I started to really break down how much I was invested time, energy into other things to build and create my wealth, I wasn't putting enough in to, to create my mental health Yeah, and obviously help in helping myself there. Um, yeah. it's a really, it's a really bad situation to be in this. And I want to say this to everybody. I want everyone to understand this. It is a horrible feeling being able to buy whatever you want in life potentially. Okay. And having it at your fingertips and just on, pretty much on Amazon, you can buy anything on Amazon, right? You can buy anything you rather want, but you have to beg for the things you need. Mm. And that's something I felt and beg yeah. for the things you need in life. And that's what these tools, that's what this show can do for you. Mm. I, I'm really and, excited. And, and, yeah, and I think the thing I think that's really important is you can't buy peace. No. You have to find peace, mm. you know. You have to find it inside yourself, that peace and that tranquility and calm. You can't buy that. Mm -mm. You have to find it internally. And, and that's what's really important that, you know, 
you can you can get support you can buy support but you have to do the finding yourself you're the one that has to do that work and and find that happy level for you whatever that happens to be for you and this show is really about helping you learn how you can do that and and learn from other people's stories and journeys that they've been on right um to get to the place that they are today what are some of the um just for real quick before we um, wrap up today and i appreciate you coming on and obviously spotlighting your show um i'm i'm very grateful to know you very grateful that you know we get to spend a little bit more time together even Mm -hmm. on a on obviously the podcasting thing and and obviously the creative directing side and trying to figure out okay who goes where and what we need to do with this one and i'm really excited about (laughs) this but for the most part like if you can kind of like like you're on apple and pretty much everything but i'm talking about Like, what are some of the milestones and what are some of the things that you have set for your goals for your show? Oh, that's a big question. And to be honest, I haven't massively thought about it. I know you're a very competitive person. We're very similar (laughs) in that aspect. So that's why I always, that's why I asked. Well, so my core goal uh, will be the same is to impact over 10 million people's lives. And this year is all about doing that, is is to reach as many people as possible, as many levels as possible, to equip them with the tools that they need that will allow them to empower themselves Mm -hmm. to take back control of their brain health and and to take back control of their well-being and step into that person that they want to become and know that there is always a way. Uh, Someone has found a way through uh, the jungle or the trials and tribulations that you may be going through uh, and, and fought the way through uh, uh, the other side with or without a, a support um, to get to, get to the phenomenon that they, that they are today and uh, and to know that you can get there um, uh, if you if you really want to um, so that's that's the real goal is to change 10 million people's lives well you definitely have changed mine so you got one out the way. You, Thank you, you. You're welcome. You got one out the way. <laughs> Whatever the numbers are, right? So it's gonna be fun. I um, yeah. it you know, of course, episode one drops today, so we'll be launching. You'll be dropping every Monday from that's right. my memory. That's right. So every Monday yeah. morning. Make sure you're tuning in. It, it there are hour about an hour episodes, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure that that's why we're dropping potentially one a week. And I think that obviously we're open to the feedback from your listeners yeah. and in more obviously understanding what they need from you. And that's exactly that's the something that I think that really helped me through my podcasting journey was making sure there was a lifeline there and I got feedback from my listeners. Yeah. Because it kind of gave me a, a proper adjustment to what they need from me. Yeah. Because they don't might potentially not know what they need from me, but I'm able to see it through the feedback. Yeah. And and I think that's really important. That's massively important for me because this show is about serving the listeners. Yes and helping them grow and helping them unchain their pain in, in the context of brain health. And the more feedback that we can get, the more people that can join the live Q&A monthly to learn about their brain health, the more likes and shares we can get, the more you know ratings that we can get to understand what people liked and loved and what they want more of, um, the better it is for everybody. So please, please do, you know, let us know what you want, how you feel, what you need, right? Uh, and we'll do our best to serve you. Right. Make sure. I mean, and this goes out with a saying sometimes, like the eight four three three nine six two one zero four. That texting community. That's our obviously our partner, strategic partner community app. It will be coming to the UK soon, but it's only in the US and also in Canada right now. But we'll be opening up in different parts. But just send an email. There's contact information all over the place with us, and if even if you were watching this and it triggered your mind and maybe it made you think of someone just send them a video, mm-hmm. send them the video and allow them to come to their own obviously decision from there. And that's something that I've, I took that advice from a pretty predominant individual. I'm not going to name drop, but that was advice that she gave me once. It's like, if somebody crosses your mind, you don't need to fix them. That's not your job. That no. is not your job. Just send them something that when it triggered your mind, like, hey, I thought of you when I watched this. And let them, don't tell them where. So that way they watch the whole thing. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> but that's a little piece of advice for those out there trying to 
um, be captain, save a whatever, right? It's not, it's not a good feeling because your, your job's never going to be done. <laughs> never yeah, going to be and, done. And, no, and, and, you know, sharing content that, that is supportive and helpful for people, you never know uh, what impact that will have on someone. You could uh, save someone's life through that, yes. through that contact. So, you know, please do share it because people need this right now. Uh, and people need a new way to focus on the struggles they're having so that they can learn how to <clears throat> unchain their pain. Right. Even on Spotify, I think on Spotify, you can share it from a certain spot. You know, like say if you're listening to a show on Spotify, I don't, I don't think Apple's done that, but Spotify, when you're listening to it, you can share it from that certain spot. Like, hey, listen to it, and then it send it to them on text message and all kind of stuff. They're getting a little snazzy now. But um, Doc, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations. Thank on, you. You're welcome. And really excited <laughs> for you. Really excited. Um, any other things you want to leave the listeners with today? Oh, all I just say is if you are struggling, just please do reach out for help. Um, we're here for you. You can go to the show. Uh, and those links on the show page, you can go to my website or you can direct message me through Instagram um, and, and register for the live Q&A on the 4th of November, Wednesday, the 4th of November, so that we can we can serve you best. Um, and that, that information is all showing there. So do 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 get yeah, in contact. Amazing. We're here to help. There's nothing worse than a scroll and you can't, you're like waiting until like, okay. So sometimes I just put it up just <laughs> like this, but for everyone else, I mean, just make sure you're going out and tune in to the Jess Lee episode to drop today. Yeah. Reach out to us. I'm really excited. Dr. Root, Dr. Root's in the house. <laughs> All right. It's um, guys be well, be you be great. Peace out. Much love. Make sure you're tuning in tomorrow. Russ Johns, 2 PM Eastern time. Remember next week, you won't see this face at this time. You will see, the beautiful Nina Perez, my Puerto Rican Oprah. What? She's going to bring some heat with <laughs> host of the Straight Talk on No Sugar Added Podcast. I'm really excited. But other than that, guys, be well, be you, be great. Peace out. Thanks, Doc. Appreciate it. Thank you. you. All right. Take care. Bye, guys. Cast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.